Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice parish all new sundays at nine on amc and stream on amc plus you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Holy Human with Leanne Rimes is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, loves. Welcome to the Holy Human Podcast. Today, I'm going to ask you to expect the unexpected and to open your mind and your heart to all possibilities. My guest for this episode is a man who works with energies and concepts that differ from conventional Western ideas on the mind, body, and spirit. Shaman Durek is a sixth generational healer and a sought after practitioner on the international metaphysical scene. I personally just finished his book, Spirit Hacking, and I absolutely loved it and highly recommend it. He's made a huge impact on my life, and I am so happy to have him join me on this episode of Holy Human. Shaman Dirk, welcome to the Holy Human Podcast. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. Um, I have been, I've been listening, I've been diving into your book um, for the past several days now. And I must tell you, it's one of my favorite books I've listened to in a long time because you explain things so eloquently and so simply. And so first off, I just want to thank you for putting this book, Spirit Hacking, out into the world because I think it is much needed for the times we're in and I have enjoyed it. So I just wanted to say that. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot from coming from you. So I really appreciate you. Thank you. Um, I want to start off with what shamanism is and what it isn't. If you could just explain that for everyone listening. 
Yes, absolutely. So uh, let's start with what it isn't. Uh, so it's not what people depict in movies and television with the guy holding the skull and doing black magic and, you know, <laughs> conjuring up things and face painting and all this other things that they kind of depict shamanism to be. Shamanism is not a religion. It's not a, a practice of sacrificing animals and it's not just based in plant medicine. What shamanism truly is, is shamanism is about having a relationship. So the core of shamanism is built on the relationship and shamanism derived from mothers. So it started in ancient Africa, in, in old time Africa, um, in the old time when the earth was Pangea and women were the first shamans and they were the shamans because they were the ability to bring both the medicine, connect to the ancestors, have relationship to the children, the tribe, to nature, to the animals, to their bodies and to um, the senses so that they could be able to thrive. So it was passed down. Um, through generations into men and, and there's still women shamans and there's still men shamans and they exist in all cultures. You have the Sami people, Sami people you have who exist in Sweden and Norway and Denmark. You have the Eskimo tribes, the Native American tribes. You have um, the African tribes, the Peruvian tribes, Mexican tribes. You have the Polynesian, Samoan, Tongan. It's in every culture and it has been a part of every culture and it was the, you know, it was the way in which the tribes would thrive because a shaman's role is to be able to help each person stay in their autonomy with their skills and who they are and be able to be true to themselves, but also to teach them and the tribe how to have a relationship with everyone around them from the most authentic place. So when you eat food, why are you eating that food? Having a relationship with your body tells you what foods to eat, how to live with nature, how to be in harmony with nature, how to be in harmony with the animals on the earth, how to be in harmony with each other, and literally how to connect to your ancestors. And so shamanism is about a relationship. And that relationship connects into anthropology, sociology, physiology. Every aspect that you see today in the modern times is a part of the shamanic understanding. Because in shamanism, we don't just, people don't just come in and say, hey, fix me, because we don't fix anyone. What we do is we help you to be aware of what's possible for you through the interaction of yourself. So you're not coming to see me when people come in. They're not coming to see me. They're coming to see themselves and have a relationship with himself. And all I'm doing is holding a beautiful container of unconditional love and giving you the ability to remember who you are, why you are, and how important you are to everything that is taking place on the planet. And that's the shaman's true role. Wow. Um, for those listening, what is that experience like to be in a container with you in unconditional love? So I feel like when we look at the context of psychology or psychotherapy, which has had such an, um, you know, it, it has helped a lot of people on the planet. Um, but at the same time, when you go to see a psychologist or a psychotherapist, they are looking for certain nuances of behavior so that they can understand a great deal about the human psyche of what you're experiencing and what you're saying, and then kind of guide you to find those answers within yourself. But when you're in a container with a shaman or someone like me, who's a spirit shaman, because there's different types of shamans, and we can discuss that. Um, 
when you're in a container with me, my role is to hold the most sacred place of unconditional love. So you can say anything, you can be anything, you can express anything in a place where no one's going to judge you. No one's sizing you up and saying, okay, this is what's happening to you. Or, you know, you need to go on medication because of this, or, you know, we're not looking and diagnosing you. We are observing the process of the relationship of self-love, you being in autonomy, you recognizing and remembering yourself and seeing what's truly important, much like the coronavirus is doing right now, in a sense. The difference is, you know, you you come into a circle, the coronavirus is making people really look at what's really valuable versus what they thought was valuable. Well, that's the same thing as in shamanism. You're coming into a space of seeing like, these are the things that I've been affected by. Here are the things I've been putting my energy to. Here's the things that I've been allowing myself to be subjected to. And I don't have to. And here's the real me. And here's what my life can be when the real me is able to breathe and be present and feel loved and safe and secure to fully express itself without limitations, without labels, without conditions, without you're going to get in trouble or you're not going to go to heaven. You're doing something sinful to a place of just pure unconditional love and acceptance of you. And that helps when you create a container like that, it gives people an opportunity to truly see the depth of what's really valuable and what is cherished and sacred within them. And to have a relationship with God is to have a relationship with what God created. And that's you and that's everyone around you and that's nature and so forth. So that's the shaman's key point is to return the relationship back to people in society and back to yourself. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You you know, you talk a lot about love and unconditional love and self-love and love being such a natural, pure emotion that we're created from. Why do you think it's so difficult for us to connect with love and maintain that connection? I feel that the reason why we have a difficulty maintaining that connection to love is because we were thrusted into a world where we were told we were only loved if, or if we don't do this, then love can be denied. It can be retracted. Uh, we can be ostracized. We can be shut out. We can get in trouble. We and, and we can have love not be present anymore. We can be left alone. And so with that initial fear as a child, growing up in a world where you're domesticated the same way animals and dogs are, and cats are domesticated to understanding how to, to live in your household, you're domesticated as a human being to follow the signals of being liked and loved for the purpose of, of securing your existence. And so when you have to secure your existence, you are not able to step into a space of true understanding of yourself, your brain, because you're living in an illogical world, because a logical world would mean that a parent can say something to their child, but their child also has just as much rights to say to the parent, I really would like for you to work on yourself and love on yourself more because loving on yourself more is going to be able to take all that stuff that you're carrying and stop putting it on me because it's causing me stress or it's causing me anxiety. The way you speak to me and the lexicon you use is not coming from a loving place. And so children should have the ability to not only take instruction to to course correct themselves to becoming individuals that are functional and able to adapt and live and thrive and, and love and be generous and kind, but they should also be able to instruct their parents. And because we live in a world that says you have to obey your authority figures or else, and it's that message or else, 
people choose to go down paths that are contrary to their authenticity. They choose to be affected by what other people say versus what they say. They accept what someone says to them more so they accept what they say to themselves. And then they'll repeat the poison to themselves that was reflected to them by someone who wasn't able to love themselves and therefore projected that onto them. And so in society, the understanding of holding on to love is literally holding on to grace. And it's the understanding that God has given you grace. You have the ability, because you are a divine sovereign being, to choose to elect conversations or intellect that is either a lower frequency or lower dimensional thinking, which is filled in lack, fear, limitation, guilt, shame, or any of these other energies, or you can choose to invite intellectual um, connection to love, compassion, kindness, generosity, acceptance, understanding, and really coming into that place of love because then it's sustainable. Then love is sustainable. And then you're not seeking outside of yourself to be loved in order to be valued. It's interesting. I have found, um, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, that those lower energies, I'm more familiar with those. When you're talking about all of these, you know, joy, love, acceptance, I feel like for me, I'm just now starting to, in my own life, become very connected or more connected with those that I actually know that I have a choice. Like some people I feel they don't even know what true joy, they don't know how to connect with that feeling or plug into it. So for my own self, I'm just starting to really get into like, oh, that's what joy feels like in my body. It becomes more of a bodily experience. So I can start to to connect and re-plug back into those places more when I feel like I've gotten pulled back into the lower energies. So first off, how can we start to know that we have a choice? Because I think sometimes people hear like, oh, just choose, <laughs> just choose a different feeling. And it's like, well, I don't even know what that feeling feels like necessarily. So we live in a, a vast universe, a universe that is made up of intellectual communication and intel that is what we call consciousness. And that consciousness has consciousness within consciousness within consciousness within consciousness. And every aspect of consciousness has within it a structure that creates a perception and then a reality. So there's no one reality. There are multiple realities. And so if let's say one like me, for instance, who grew up in a family where I was abused a lot, I had a stepmom who constantly called me names, put me down every day, you know. And so I begin to hear the program of you you are, you are. A lot of times when people use affirmations, they'll say things like I am, but they don't understand that the prefrontal lobe, your brain does not register I am as a program to communicate to your cells, to your organs, to your soul. But the word you are is communicated as a necessary function dynamic to open up codes um, that you've been holding on to. So when you're growing up as a kid and you hear, you are this, you are this, you are this, you're being programmed. And when it's obsessive and repetitive, you begin to believe it. So you begin to gravitate to that energy. It's the same thing as if I, you were a kid and I kept giving you chocolate ice cream and chocolate ice cream and chocolate ice cream, you would tend to choose chocolate ice cream unless you were in a place of realizing the possibility of something else existing. Now, in order to get to that place of possibility of existence, the first thing, and this is a shamanic spirit hack, 
is to remove the idea of analyzing your current situation with the information that you've already obtained. Because in shamanism, we have this belief that if you go to analyze something, you're using the functionary process of, of intellect based on what you've learned, what you've read, and what you've obtained up until that point. That same information is the reason why you're in the situation. So that information actually is null and void. And so we have to get away from analyzing and we have to go into observation. So every frequency exists in the universe. And the key element is in order to bring it into the dynamic structure of your perception, which creates your reality, which creates your life. You have to be able to understand that it's there, it's present, and it's, and it's relatable to you and your senses, which are your emotions, your feelings, your visual, your hearing, and your environment. So your ego is what we call the conductor of your environment. So your ego's uh, relationship with you, which most people say kill their ego, which has been a complete misnomer in the understanding of interpretation from, from Sanskrit and old Hindu texts. The, the ego's purpose is to be like your personal assistant. It takes whatever you believe about that construct and holds it in a dynamic structure so that you can be in that playground of that thought or that idea. So if you say there is no good men in the world, like I've heard women say this, the ego goes, okay, I'll make sure you date all the worst men. Money's hard to come by. The ego goes, great, got it. I'll make sure you'll never find money. Um, I don't understand why things have to be so hard. Got it. You want things to be hard? I'll make a way. I'll take things that are easy and um, effortless for you. And it just gives you what you want to define your reality. So it's not good or bad. It's just is. And so when you understand that your construct of what is possible is influenced by what you say and what you experience. So the best way to experience anything, and I can drop you into an exercise with this uh, right now, my love. Okay. So what I want you to say is drop me into observation. Drop me into observation of unconditional love fulfilled within me of unconditional love fulfilled within me <laughs> it makes me giggle you see what just happened <laughs> it makes me giggle so yeah so in that moment what you did because you didn't analyze you stepped into the unknown so i do this a lot with people who have gone through trauma like in war when i'm doing stuff in israel or palestine or doing stuff in turkey in countries where people have been subjected to nothing but bombs and war and they are they come from abused homes and drug homes and alcoholic fathers they've never experienced prosperity they've never experienced love I say, it's okay, because they always say to me, well, how can I love if I've never been loved? Well, love exists as a frequency for all. All we have to do is drop into observation of that frequency, and all of a sudden, it floods into our being. And once I do that with them and keep showing them how to stay in that observation, all of a sudden, they understand what that is for them, and then they all of a sudden start telling their ego, this is the possibility, and then the ego starts drawing and changing the narrative, and then their, their life and perception and reality changes. Wow, that just brought me to tears, by the way. <laughs> that was amazing, because it's, yeah, you're right, and especially for people who've been through trauma. Whew, that was some rapid-fire enlightenment. All right, we are going to take a quick break to catch our breath. We'll be right back. Turn. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Welcome back, loves. We were just talking about ways to reprogram trauma in our lives. Trauma has been a big part of my world and like so many people. And you forget that that love is available. You really do. It's, it's heartbreaking and it's it's beautiful. It's both sides of the coin. It's heartbreaking and so beautiful at the same time when you instantly get flooded with it. Yes. And we spend more time wanting to feel into other people's um, mental and emotional landscape, which is why we have so many issues with mental health on the planet, because the, the amount of expectation that we allow people to put on us, we don't understand that every time someone puts an expectation on us, it is there is a generator. In shamanism, we call a generator an energy source that moves energy. So the generator that generates expectation is fear, lack, and limitation. So when that generator 
generates expectation on you, it actually pulls magnetic energy from you. Well, in shamanism, we know that magnetic energy is what balances your neurological system, balances your hormones, balances your endocrine system, balances the way that your vastest, um, your body works, your, your, the way that you um, understand information, and also your neurological system, as well as your parasympathetic system, your nervous system. And also it generates how and much energy you actually have to maintain in the body, because your body is physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. The spiritual has to be the strongest to balance the the mental, the emotional, and the physical. The magnetic energy, the why we have a moon, why we make love, why we, we have animals and we feel good when we, get, we release oxytocin, when we shop or have animals is because we're generating magnetic energy, which releases, um, increases serotonin, releases oxytocin, and allows us to create that very feel-good feeling in our body. So the more ex people put expectations on themselves and receive expectations from others, it pulls magnetic energy away from you. And then all of a sudden you're irritable, you're depleted, your body's tired, you build inflammation, your body goes and releases cortisol, which turns into a serotoxin that starts to develop certain types of um, bacteria and viruses. Your free radical count goes up. Your The way that you regulate your sleep goes bad. Everything starts to, to, to go off. And then people wake up with you know fibroids and cancer and fatigue syndrome and a fog brain and depression because the mental health aspect drops you into depression, suicide, when you don't have magnetic energy. That's why in ancient times, people would dance under the moon and bathe in the moon's light. That's why we have sun and moon, because the sun is active energy, which is the masculine, and the moon is feminine energy, which is the receiver, the perceiver, the one who brings to you sustenance. And so when that happens and you get that magnetic energy, you're able to to do anything. I can't tell you how many people who I've worked with, with bipolar, people who are schizophrenic, people who had chronic depression, all of these things, the moment we rebalance the magnetic energy charges in their body, remove the expectations, remove the aggressive markers from the outside environment that was affecting them through their social situations, the friends they have, the food they were eating and everything, all of those things start, of course, correcting themselves. The chemical imbalance begin to become balanced and regulated. The body begins to go into homeostasis. And the way that they were able to conduct themselves as an individual, their heart rate was lowered. Their body was able to handle life in a much easier and effortless way, which I call true sustainability. And this is the focus of shamanism is about creating human sustainability. Adaptation and evolution for the human being exists within the process of us being able to move with times, not to react to times. And so this is uh, why you felt it so strong, because your being is going, ah, oh, Yes, this is what I need. More observation, more frequency relay, more awareness of, of energies that exist within this beautiful quantum universe that we live in. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at that from solely an energy perspective. And that's what you feel is that's where we're out of alignment when we have anxiety and depression and all of these things that come in. Yeah. So it's, it's not just energy alignment. The energy alignment is the magnetic component, right? So it's how much 
of spirit is operating in your spiritual um, in your spiritual being. The aspect that causes those things to happen is because you're being bombarded with what we call aggressive markers. So aggressive markers can be anything. Let's say, for instance, you go out with a group of friends and your girlfriends start telling you all the horrible stories in their life that they're experiencing. Okay, and you don't say, you know what? I hear you, ladies. But let's talk about what's working in your life, what's what's making you feel good. Let's 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 shift the narrative to focusing on the things that are, and so we can shift those energies to those things that are not. But instead, you're just subjecting yourself to that energy. You don't set a boundary. You don't say, I have a right to, to subject myself to other people's poison. So that's an aggressive marker. Then let's say, for instance, in your home, you go into your home, the colors on your walls do not match the frequencies of what we call your divine intellect. So a lot of times when people, like I did a, a, a workshop a couple weeks ago called Shamanic Feng Shui, teaching people about the placement, the color, the understanding of how to turn your home into a living spirit that actually replenishes you, not takes away from you. But a lot of people don't know about that because in shaman, in shaman a shamanic time of of tribal culture, shamans were the ones who went with the women and set up the tribe because they would intuitively connect to this is where this should be in the east, this should be in the north. And so this, again, your home could also become an aggressive marker. Now you're eating food that has chemicals and toxins and all types of things. That's an aggressive marker to your system. So now you are taking responsibility to meet other people's expectations. Your magnetic energy is being pulled more. That's an aggressive marker. Now you're watching television. You're watching the news. And it's telling you all these horrible things about life. That's an aggressive marker. And before you know it, you have what we call a substantial amount of bombardment of aggressive markers. And every aggressive marker sends an attack to your system. Your system feels like it's under attack. So what happens when someone it feels like they're constantly under attack? they start to go into fear, to panic. They start to create anxiety. They start to develop high levels of inflammation. They start to burn out their system. Their thermogenic system goes overloaded. And this creates what people have when they feel exhausted and tired. They feel like they don't feel motivated. They go into depression. They wake up going like, why am I here? What is my purpose? You know, that's how you know someone has so many aggressive markers attacking them that they just fall into that space. So in shamanism, we don't, we don't diagnose people bipolar, you're this, you're that, and label you with a whole bunch of lists that come along with it. We look at your spiritual, your mental, your emotional, your physical. And once we understand that the four pillars have to be activated equally in order for homeostasis to return to the mind, to the body, to the emotions and the spirit, that's what we focus on. We, you know, obviously we're talking, we talk a lot here about wholeness. And I think that's exactly what you're getting into is how do we return back to wholeness? You know, those four pillars are so important because we're not taught that ever to really look at these pillars of health. We get taught such a watered down version of that. And spirits taught, you know, through religion. But I would love to hear from your perspective, like what is God to you? And and what is our, when we talk about getting in touch with spirit, What's the quickest way to like to to drop into being in touch with our own spirit and with God? Absolutely. So first thing we have to understand what kind of planet we're on. We are on a planet that is known as a slave planet. Now, a slave planet means that there are people on this planet who want to gain power over other people for the purpose of production, service, 
um, and safety, security for their lifestyle and for what they want. So that means what? That means that in order to gain some level of authority over people, it's not enough to just enforce authority. I mean, to force authority. You have to create an idea that is so fear-based that you can literally change the very inner core dynamic of a human being. So when you create an idea that there is a God who will punish you, who gets jealous, who will decide if you go to heaven or hell. So it's a lottery. You don't know if you're going or not, and no one knows, but they can tell you that you aren't based on these roles they've created and indoctrinated and be able to, to stifle you intellectually, stifle you emotionally, stifle your sensuality, which is your natural ability to sense, feel, and know, stifle your intuition, which comes from your sensuality, stifle your creativity, which comes from your sensuality and your intuition, stifle your ability to perceive outside of constructs, which comes from the feminine, masculine, as we say in African wisdom, the feminine, masculine dance that happens between in, in us, that spirit has in us, because sometimes men need to be feminine, sometimes men need to be masculine, sometimes women need to be masculine, sometimes women need to be feminine and not lock it in a box of this is my role and I have to fit into this. And so when you create a God that has these abilities to punish, to deny, to reject, to hurt, and to cast you into a fiery pit of hell, and then you turn that God into an opinionated um, uh, person who is judging you, then you say, well, if God can do it, I can do it too. So then it gives people the right to say, well, I can go kill in the name of God. I can go do this and um, I can punish you because God would punish you. Mm -hmm. So I get the ability because I've created a God that does these things so I can do them too. And we can do them to each other. And so what happens is you build what we call a destructive code that's programmed in your deep subconscious mind that makes you uh, punish yourself, makes you deny yourself, makes you judge yourself, makes you do the very thing because you are the essence of God. Now, where we talk about Jesus's love versus the, the Old Testament, which is talking about this villainous God, and we talk about what Jesus talked about, we talked about what shamanism talks about, what, what, what true, what God really is versus mm -hmm what God has been given to us to keep us in slavery of our fear of ourselves is the love is God is more than any human emotion could ever be projected because God is not the micro God is the, the macro existing from the multidimensional realities of possibility. That means that those constricted ideas that religion plays out does not antiquate the power of the omnipresent, omnipotent, and omnipotent God that is so in its essence cannot go into fear, lack, limitation, or we would cease to exist. Everything would cease to exist because the macro would then destroy the micro. And it's not possible because if the micro destroys, then the macro gets destroyed. And so we understand that the duality has to be removed altogether. So what does that mean? That means that God doesn't get jealous because jealousy comes from fear. God doesn't get angry because anger comes from fear. These things cannot antiquate God in essence and therefore give men and people on the planet the right to hurt, to torture, to punish, to deny, to separate, to limit, to hold back love and kindness and generosity and seeing their brother and sister, not just in the flesh, 
but in the ocean, in the sun. And so in shamanism, we have a saying that says, in order to truly know God, one must know God's creation. And that's what you're speaking about, that you know the wind, you know the sun, you fall in love with the trees, you fall in love with the flowers, you fall in love with your body, you fall in love with yourself. Then you are understanding when, when Jesus said, you know, to, to thy own self be true, to know God is to go within, mm -hmm. to as above, so below. The understanding is that as you love what God created, then you love God because you understand God, because God's majestic artistry cannot be held in a box of limitation and fear. It is so expansive and so beautiful and so powerful in the nature of that source that to define it in any human terms mm -hmm. would limit its true expansion. So all we could ever do is just go, ah. <laughs> That's exactly what I feel like I'm doing over here going, ah, oh, that sounds so beautiful. And it's true. It's so true. I, I, You talked about the word duality. I would love for you to speak on that a little bit more and why growing past that duality is so important for us. So... You know, and I love the understanding of wholeness because wholeness is is the true representation of awareness and observation of the all versus the one. Mm -hmm. So it is the pathway of the spirit, of the multi-spirit that is and shall always be a representation of each other and through each other. So wholeness is achieved through realizing that duality is created as a separation, is created as an either or mentality. It is a you versus me mentality or this versus this. And what it does is it creates two energetic fields that create what we call a chaos factor. Now, a chaos factor, when, when something is pulled apart from its original source, which we call synergy, which is wholeness, right? It creates a chaos factor, and a chaos factor creates what we call a void, and the void creates darkness, and then darkness creates a holding space for all those who cannot find their, their frequency of resonance within the wholeness that was once, mm -hmm. that is no longer because they have separated themselves from it. All right, time for another quick break, but we'll find more wholeness when we return. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Welcome back, everyone. We were just discussing the key to wholeness with Shaman Durek. So the key element is if you imagine a tornado going around you and you're sitting in the center of the tornado, most human beings operate in the idea of linear perspective. They were taught by this world that there is a future and there is a past. They don't understand that the future and past only exist in the mental constructs because you were told that there is a linear construct. But when you begin to understand wholeness, you understand that there is no linear construct and there is a quantum construct. There is a sphere of energy that is constantly moving and evolving around you in the center that you don't have to do anything. Like a lot of times when people say, oh, I'm starting a business. I'm like, you already started the business. The moment you thought about it, <laughs> it was started. Right. Right. And so the, the understanding is that you don't, people say, oh, I'm going to quit smoking. You're not going anywhere. You're always where you are. And every, all the spiritual forces are moving around you, waiting on you to have clarity um, understanding, vision, acceptance, and relationship to that which you are proclaiming into manifestation. Mm. So when you go into duality, you are actually stepping into chaos theory. You're stepping into either or this or that, and it creates what we call a conundrum because it pulls the energies away from you, which creates a, a void. And then people go into what I call limbo states. They go into... I don't know what I'm here for. I don't know what I want to do. I feel like I don't feel motivated. I don't know why I'm not finding love. I don't know why money doesn't come to me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The reason why you use the words, I don't know. We say in shamanism, a curse is not just because you say a, a word like 
you know, F this or, you know, this thing. A curse is anytime you use a word that that basically denounces your power, that goes against you in your power. So when you say, I don't know, you in that moment have become non-existent to your power. When you say, I can't, you are blinding yourself to the possibility and acknowledging that the possibility can and, and is possible for you to achieve. And so that's because you're in the void. And so when you're sitting in the void, you're sitting in darkness. And that's where our brothers and sisters who have not been able to see the wholeness when they die, instead of going to the light where wholeness is present, they go to the darkness where they feel most comfortable. And that's why we came to earth and took a human form. We're not here to learn anything. We're here to remember because where we come from, we have infinite knowledge, but we had to erase that knowledge so we can come to this playing field, learn how the different frequencies of lower frequencies that exist, which made our brothers and sisters turn away from the light and then bring it through our bodies and transmutate it through alchemy, change it into love. And then we can reach into the darkness and bring our brothers and sisters home and bring them back to heaven. This is an evacuation while we are uplifting the planet into ascension. So this ascension process that a lot of people talk about, they think it's like, okay, we're just going to lift the planet. It's not about lifting the planet. It's about facing your shadow. Mm -hmm. It's about going into the void to our brothers and sisters who have forgotten and shine your light into it so that the void closes and the two sides that were against each other come together. And when you come together, you have synergy, which means wholeness. And that is what we are speaking about. You have said that, you know, if people, people can be all about love and light, but you can't really be all about love and light if you can't face the darkness. And I, I know for my own self, like wholeness, I didn't even, I couldn't even feel that concept until I turned and faced my own darkness everywhere that I didn't want to look until we start to look there. That idea of wholeness, there's no returning there. I, gosh, it's, um, it is scary. It's still scary. There's still parts of me that come up that I'm like, whoa, that just took me by surprise. <laughs> I was just talking about that not a long ago where I'm like, whoa, I just, I had this outburst of anger, like out of nowhere. And it was like, I, there's a piece of me that I haven't yet to touch upon <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still trying to feel into, into those pieces. So, you know, how can we, I guess, how can we take some of the fear away of, of turning towards the darkness? So the first key is to understand the darkness. And, you know, one of the things that I do a lot with my young, um, and I call them RSs, which is remembrance students. So I work with a lot of kids, 10, 14, 16, 17, and really help them and also with elderly people to help them so that they are not afraid of the darkness. One woman in Texas said to me, you know, Shaman Dirk, I think the devil came in my room last night. I said, baby, <laughs> if the devil came in your room last night, I hope you asked that devil to lunch. She said, what? I said, yes, so you can find out what's going on. You need to talk, take the devil out to lunch. If, so, if, if one, one guy said to me uh, in Mississippi, he said to me, Shaman Dirk, um, last night I felt it was a real dark presence in the room. And I said, and I said, did you turn to the darkness and say, so did you come to look at what the light looks like? Did you come to look at me? Let me show you how glorious and beautiful this light is so you can come home. You see, the key is, is that when you're dealing with the darkness, and I'm going to actually walk you through an exercise right now so you can actually talk to the darkness yourself so you can see what they have to say. But literally, okay. the darkness are our brothers and sisters who are hiding away from the light in the center of that void where the chaos is on both sides. So when darkness has showed, the darkness is afraid that it can never be loved. It can never be um, forgiven, um, accepted. Now I'm going to start crying. 
It could never uh, be. I was about to, too. <laughs> you know, it could uh, never have redemption for the choices that it made, even though we are eternal beings. And so because of that, these beautiful souls who have fell into their own darkness because of the hurt they caused themselves with their own inability to see what was possible for them or what they took on from someone else, if they were murderers or whatever it is, they're stuck in this dark realm and they're trying to get out, but they can't. So what they do is they take claim to the darkness and they they get into the minds of people on earth and get them to make scary movies and get them to put a lot of horror out there and get them to act out the things that they could not be loved from. And so when we see darkness, we see evil. We judge it. We were afraid of it. We see scary movies. We see monsters. And they're really just our brothers and sisters who are saying, you could never love me, just turn away from me. Don't come into the darkness, just leave. Go back to heaven, why are you here? This planet has a void and you came here to free me and you can't free me because you will never be able to love me because I'm not lovable. And so our role is to become like Jesus did, to love greater than the fear, love greater than the hate, love greater than all of it so we can reach in there and say, no, you're wrong. I love you and I'm bringing you home. And I've come here to bring you home. I took a human form to understand what made you fall into those perils. And I've come to bring you home. And when you do that, you understand Operation Lift the Planet. It's not just lifting the planet. The planet is holding the energy of that void that we've come here to assist. And as we assist this planet to move into fifth dimension, the void gets closed. And that's what fifth dimension is, is when the void closes, the light shines forth and we get what is known as heaven on earth. We remove this, the, the, the barriers, the limitations, the lacks, and the principles of fear from the planet. And we step into a, re a relationship with love. And so what I want you to do right now is I want you to place your finger on your left temple. Okay. Okay. This is where, this is the side we listen to darkness on. The right is where we listen to the light. Okay. okay? And I want you to say darkness. Darkness. I'm here to speak to you with no judgment. I'm here to speak to you with no judgment. Are you here? Are you here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they want us to, to be at odds with the darkness. They want us to turn their back on them. I didn't leave heaven the most beautiful place where I could swim and fly and eat whatever I want and have the most amazing views and sceneries and mountains and all of these forms I could take whenever I want to, to come into this human form in this biological spacesuit, to take on these frequencies of suffering and pain and hurt and lack and loss and, and all of these things just because I did it because I love my brothers and sisters who are trapped in that void. And I'm walking towards that void every day to go in there and shine my light and be a bridge for them, a ladder for them to climb out of that void and come home. Mm. How do we know when these, these spirits, these, this darkness is, is connected to us? And the end, is there is there, can we clear it ourselves? I mean, I think, yes. yes. I mean, you, you definitely have been one that um, you promote our, you know, using 
we are our own healers, which I think is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, how do we know when that is when that is occurring? So you know when it's occurring when when people use the word "I feel blocked." When someone is saying, I can't make money or I can't find love or I have this health thing happening to me or this thing is happening to me. You see, darkness comes in to give you what the light won't do, which is to keep you in limitation, lack and fear. So human beings call the darkness in when they go against themselves in words, in behavior, and in the way they conduct their lives. So anytime you feel like there's something you can't get to or you can't get through, that's because there's a spirit governing it. So what we call them, we call it a parasitic energy. It means an energy that is feeding into your being for your light by serving you to so that you can be stagnant and you can be blocked and you can be limited and you can complain and you can say life sucks and you can say I never find love or I can never lose weight or I can never this and I can never that that's because the darkness gives you the opportunity to say that in exchange for your life force because it needs the light but it doesn't need the light from you in its full capacity. It needs it in distorted form so that it can feed off of that. So how does it get distorted? When you think against creation, when you think against love. The reason why human beings suffer is because of malfunction in thinking. It means you think against love. You think against creation. You go against you. You say, I'm not this and I'm not that. That's you putting down God because you are everything. You are beautiful. You are intelligent. You are divine. You are like an innovator. You are a change maker. You are a healer. You are a shaman. You are a guru. You are everything and all things that you look up to or see as a role model. You are all those things. So anytime you wake up or take a word out of your mouth or think a thought in your mind or feel a feeling in your being that is contrary to the magnificent being that is here right now, you are going against the grain, which means, and and if people want to use a religious term, you are sinning against God. You are going against God because you are taking, you are ripping apart, cutting, you are, are destroying the beautiful creation that you are and, and, and taking and distorting it and saying, no, God, you've got it wrong. I'm horrible. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm that. And that is literally you going against the grain. That is the ultimate sin. The ultimate sin is to sin against love. And so that is when we suffer. We suffer because we want to have pride and righteousness over the thing that is causing us pain instead of surrender. The pride and righteousness is why we have war on our planet. The pride and righteousness is why you have people going, oh, I can't stand white people, or I can't stand black people, or I can't stand this thing, and I can't stand that thing. Pride and righteousness is like staking claim to something for safety and security. People hold pride, my love, and righteousness so they can have security because it makes them feel safe in their righteousness and their pride. That, that's why people argue. Why do people argue and bicker? You know, I'm not gonna bicker and argue with my, with my, with my girlfriend. I'm not gonna argue and bicker with my girlfriend because why? Because what am I arguing and bickering over? Why am I gonna make opinions out of my mouth that doesn't support us as a whole wholeness, as a family on earth? Why am I gonna make individual opinions? That's because of your pride and righteousness and that comes from you needing to be safe. And that is the greatest sin. 
is to not surrender to the everlasting love that is you, that is waiting for you to turn into that little boy, that little girl and say, okay, God, okay, source, okay, spirit. So you are God the whole time waiting for me <laughs> to join you. Got it. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, I'm, I really want to take that whole rant that you just went on and place it on my bedside table, on my phone and press play every morning <laughs> and be like, this is how I'm going to start my day. Uh, it felt so good. Um, I want to talk about, I'm going to pivot for a second and talk about music because I know you love music so very much. And I think that music is something that clearly from my personal opinion, so deeply connects all of us. So here I like to ask everyone on the, that comes on the show, um, we call it the Holy Five. If there are five songs that, that what are five songs that you feel most connected to maybe throughout your life, or maybe it's just in this moment now, anything that's lighting you up, what would those be? Okay. So I would say the first one is Florida Georgia line, Holy. I love you. <laughs> Getting into some country music. <laughs> you know who I am. I know. <laughs> I love it. But my other one would be um, Jake Owen, Made For You. Okay. Uh, Thomas Rat, Blessed. Oh, I love this. People say I'm lucky. Darius Rucker, um, uh, Rock Me uh, Like a Wagon Wheel. Oh, that's a great that song. Pretty much every morning. Such a happy song. Rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. And I love Johnny Cash and June Carter uh, Jackson because, <laughs> I mean... There's nothing like putting on some cowboy boots and just listen to Johnny Cash and June Carter sing together. It just brings flutters to my heart. And every like my girlfriend, you know, she never used to listen to country. And when we fell in love, we've been together now for two years. I got her into country and she loves it. And, you know, I always feel to me, country music is the, is the closest connection to me to, to creation because it's real talk. It's real, it's real feelings. It's real life. It's real people. It's, it's, it's not trying to move anything or blend anything. It's just like, this is how it is. This is real. And <laughs> this is from the heart. And that touches home for me. And that's when I feel home. That's when I feel like I'm at peace. I love that. That's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that because I, I just love your passion. Your passion is so inspires me. And I, I just I love everything you're doing and, and putting out in this world. Thank you for your gifts that you are sharing. And um, I'm so honored to call you my friend. Thank you. I thank love you. you, sweetheart. Always have since the day that we met. I love you, too. And that is it for this episode. If you know someone you think might benefit from its message, please send them a link to it. And I would love to hear from you too. So leave me a message and rating wherever you listen. On our next Holy Human, we're going to welcome a man who has made meditation a practical, scientific, and easily accessible tool, even for cynics and skeptics. 
I was on his 10% Happier podcast a few years ago, and I have to say it was one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. So he is here to return the favor. My dear friend, Dan Harris, you will not want to miss this episode. Listen and follow Holy Human on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause don't forget to pack the melt in your mouth magic of a keebler sandies for a post errands pick me up this magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by ernie and the keebler elves so as life continues to fly by make the most of your me moment Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.